Greetings and salutations, worthy friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Indie Invasion Shorts. I'm Mac and this is Eric. Eric, you guys could join us today, Thursday night. And we didn't even start and we are already talking about minis and Kickstarter and all that jazz. The dangerous Kickstarters. Yes. you're yelling at me for my FOMO. <laughs> Your FOMO, FOMO, fear of missing out. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. You can do it. I said, what's you an extra two hundred bucks? What's an extra two hundred dollars <laughs> on uh, on your your Marvel Zombicide, right? That's right. I, I just don't get Doritos this week, right? <laughs> yeah, your two hundred dollar Doritos. I think you might have to reanalyze that one, but yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, what have you been working on, Eric? Besides well, trying to get the camera to focus. Trying to get focus. Don't want to focus on me all of a sudden. We'll focus. Need more focus. I um got some more minis painted this week. Finished off a little more mm-hmm. Marvel Cry- Crisis Protocol. Uh, I got my multiple Marvel girls done. Nice. Got a classic and a modern now. Nice. Nice. I uh, got some uh, Monpoc finished off. I worked a little bit on Car Wars. Um, nice. So I'm making a dent. Making a dent in this painted in that, in that pile of opportunity pile, pile of, of opportunity, opportunity. Right. there you go not a pile of shame pile of opportunity what's happening ron antonio is with us and by the way tonio finished the giant and if you haven't seen it go to the discord it's amazing so yeah. go check that out um i was a little jealous when he posted it but it wasn't even of the big giant that he just finished painting it was that old little metal gw one i wish yeah, i, I got- still had mine I have the, because that, I think there was two different versions of that old GW Giant. I have the other one, because I found an old box set in a, yeah. you know, the hobby store that has just piles and piles of stuff. Yep. And I grabbed it, and I built one of them, but the other one was missing a leg or something, just like a yeah. mispack from 30 years ago, and I'm like, yeah. well, there's not much I can do about that. I would so, call the company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they got those still sitting yeah. around. <laughs> they got one somewhere. They got one somewhere. Todd said he just got back from a Car Wars game. All awesome, right. Todd. Cool. Cool. Tim has joined us. What's happening, Tim? I am so. actually trying to decide because just this week I finalized my Adepticon ticket. Uh-oh. Because I had credit from the last time that, you know, oh, that that's right. were yeah. going to go. So I it didn't cost me anything. And I'm actually trying to decide if I want to jump in the Car Wars event. Ooh, they have a bunch of demos, but one event with the big double drum where it's eight players. And once there's four players left, they open a middle door and then it's just carnage there. Oh, trying to decide if I want to do it or not. I don't know. Yeah. And Todd says, yes, yes, you do. Look, Spaz, he made it on time today. He remembered. Yeah, he refreshed. (laughs) You refreshed early. Yes. Good job, buddy. Good job. Good job. We're proud of you tonight. So. Well, I've been working on a lot of stuff too. I did. Uh, I've been board, going board, board crazy. Board. Yeah, yeah, I've been going board crazy, man. I just been building a whole bunch of stuff. Um, not really sure why, uh, because the guy who normally plays everything with me is in Japan. He's yeah uh, PCS to Japan. So uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with the military, he got orders. He's in Japan. He permanent change station. Um, but anyway. But I'm building a bunch of boards. So apparently when he comes back and then he before he gets orders and leaves again, we'll have to get in a whole bunch of games so I can use all the boards. Yeah. Yeah. Or I I kind of kind of think I might know why you're building all these boards. Why? 
for demos, demos, and demos. Ah, yes. Those two-by-two boards do work so well for Mm -hmm. demos. To be fair, I'm mostly just building stuff for Twisted. But but I do have a couple of them that I can use for a couple of other games. Hey, there he is. Good morning, Alder. How are you, sir? Got our coffee here. Um, But I do have a couple of the boards that will work for some other stuff. I'm I'm playing around with some things. I've just been... um, very modular, right? You're doing kind of like a modular yeah, board. I mean, they'll kind of go together a little bit. Some of the sections will will you can push together. And I have some. Um, I think I have some over here. Some pieces from TT Combat. These right here, the the board, the the little uh, the plaza platforms that they yeah, did for Carnival. So I have a whole bunch of those, and because all of my boards are two inches these are about an inch so they make a nice little step down so you could kind of connect them yeah uh, and then that might be kind of cool so i might you, try that out you get one to show off right there a board yeah i see no one I, this, is the one I show, this is the one i showed the other day when we were uh oh, okay when we were here it's just the the factory one i'm still working on i haven't actually done anything on it because i I got inspiration and start doing a different one. <laughs> I started doing, I started doing three different ones. So I can see those um, behind you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right over there, my drill and then all my stuff over there I'm working on. I got stuff over here on my Which desk. You guys too, can but... check out on the Facebook coastal Con and the page. discord and the discord. I even have a little plastic <laughs> dragon right here for absolutely no reason whatsoever. So Green Fairy Studios says, get a demo of Twisted at some point. Yes, you should. You might be able to get one at Adepticon this year, maybe, because maybe. Alan is going, and um, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to run any Twisted games because he is going with another vendor. Um and I think that if he vendor, brings his stuff, if anything, he can do a pickup game, though. Right, he could do a pickup game, but I'm not sure. You know, I mean, when you're going in somebody else's space, you don't just roll in and be like, hey, I'm going to run the game I want to run. So yeah. he's he's leaning more towards doing Mercs, which is what this company, Miniature Building Authority, is. I'll find him a table to work. In. There you go. There you go, Eric. So there you go, Alan. I see you're on here. So bring your twisted stuff because... Uh, <laughs> Um, it's going to be, you're going to have to get a pickup game. Cause if Eric has to, he's going to bring a table from his house and just set right. it up somewhere. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I know there's some local guys. We actually just got a, a new listener that I was talking to, uh, on Facebook messenger. And he was asking a little bit about twisted. So, uh, he was Ooh, hoping maybe myself. Yeah. I think myself, he was hoping maybe he'd try to maybe get a, a demo of it or some, yeah. find somebody that was playing it at adepticon so yes definitely and oh look greg's here too what's happening greg good to have you sir so yeah so so that adepticon stuff just kind of segues into what we're going to be talking about tonight which is coastal con and i guess the fastest 30 minutes in gaming too i don't know there, we go. there you go. Coastal Con. Coastal Con is next weekend, 25th, 26th, and 27th. I'm super excited because I had originally canceled it for this year. Not, not because of any of the COVID stuff, but just because um, for those that have never run a convention, when you complain about the cost of it, uh, don't. 
just don't because they're really expensive to put on. I mean, it, it it's a lot up front to put on. Yeah, so that was my concern. But I found a place that was reasonable, reasonable enough for me to get three days. Hi, Fernando. <laughs> and he used to not be so comfortable being on live. Yeah. So now, now he is. Now, now he's a natural. Um, so, but since I found the place, I was like, man, I, it was our third year. I really didn't want to, I really didn't want to not have it because what I was afraid of is if I didn't, what was ultimately going to happen is I just wasn't going to do it at all after that. Yeah. You, you know, lose that was, momentum and stuff yeah, like that. It, it was just, it was just going to fall off. So it's on, uh, it's, I was going to ask you how, so story-wise, how, how did you come up with this idea to I want to do a convention. Well, uh, to the truth is, I don't want to do a convention because I like playing games. You just and, want to play uh, games. Yeah, but so what happened is we had a local, con pretty local convention here. So I'm about an hour from Savannah, Georgia, and we had a convention. It was called GnomeCon, and if I'm not mistaken, um, they went through year seven. It was either seven or nine. I can't remember. I have to check my last T-shirt from GnomeCon. But right after they did the convention, it was really successful. They had a huge turnout for their 40K tournament, mm -hmm. huge turnout for their um, their X-Wing tournament. Uh, the So, I mean, it was a really great turnout. They had a lot of vendors, good board games, lots of uh, surprising number of independent guys with just games that they had brought, maybe made up or whatever. Uh, and it was really good. And then about a week after the convention ended, they said... We're done with GnomeCon. Hmm. And I had no idea why. And, and I was I thought to myself, man, that sucks because it was close. It was very convenient. It was we don't have the largest gaming community in this area. You know, it's, it's not real big. We're not metropolitan by any means. We're really everything's really spread out. Um, so it was it was really it was something that we needed here. So I was like, well, pfft. I've been to enough conventions. I might be able to do one, but now I would like to say I didn't go into it blind. So uh, all the guys that run conventions that I go to, when I decided I was going to do it, I was all up in their resource. business. Yeah. I was all up in their business. Um, Jeff Smith and Ron McClung, who are who run Mace up in Charlotte, uh, they were wow. I mean, they were just so much help <laughs> look alan's messing with me yes that's the real reason i had no one to play with here as as alan points out so i just created my own convention <laughs> but, that but that backfired on me anyway because i'm too busy through the whole convention yeah. to actually sit down and play a game and uh, alan mentioned that there's a dungeon crawl game he wants to get into and greg asked what it is that's the one i want to sit down and play that i haven't been able to for two years and it's called um Crypts, caverns, and catacombs. catacombs and it's yep. made by it's made by a guy, a local guy here out of Charleston. And it's absolutely it's just it's amazing. It's awesome. He put so much stuff into it. Um, he's going to be producing it. He just got hung up on something. I don't remember what, but it'll be coming out sometime. So he'll be here this year, and I'm super excited about that. Okay. Okay. So let's go over what Coastal Con is, where, when, all the all the goodies. So if you guys are new to the show, you know, you kind of know what it is. So Coastal there Con, it's a con. 
that. Go, uh, how did you know that? What yeah, gave it away? Hey, I, I'm, I'm sharp, man. You are sharp. Uh, you are sharp as a tack. Let me tell you. It's a gaming convention that focuses on uh, primarily the the small independent mm. publishers. Yep. Uh, for games. all, yeah, for all tabletop, whether it's RPG, it could be a yep. board game. I mean that that was the focus that you wanted to do with Coastal Con, right? Right. <laughs> Ron's like on the coast. Yes, both of those apply to this convention. It is on the coast, and it is the convention. <laughs> coastal, not coastal. Yes, not coastal. Coastal con. It is. As a matter of fact, this year, well, actually, the first year too, we were right on the water at the Holiday Inn yeah. out the back, um, and we're right on the water again this year. So there's a lot of water around you. So it is. Well, I do. I do live on an island. I mean, it's, it's just to be to be completely transparent. I do live on an island. So, so it is February twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. So you're doing three yes. days this year. It's the three, first days. three days. And you are at the Best Western Sea Island Inn, right? Yep. That's where yep. it's going to be at down in Buford. Yep. Right South on. Carolina. Right on the main drag. Right on Bay Street. So if you have a wife. You can bring her because, area. yep, it's big time historic area. So she can go walk up and down Bay Street, get some ice cream and some good food and check out the water and the shrimp boats and all that fun stuff while you play games. Yep. Yep. And the best part for the low, low price of $25 for the whole weekend, bucks. right? Yep. For the whole weekend. No, you can't. And uh, Greg already threw it in there. He was like, yeah, you're probably not charging enough. Probably <laughs> not. But, you know. I've been to enough conventions too, where I where I get a little sticker shock too, where I go, "Ooh, really?" So, but I, but I also understand because there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it. It's not even the financial part; it's the begging part for all of the uh, <laughs> the suppliers and the folks who give you stuff for raffles. You know, yeah. And since we do indie games, the worst part about that is you're contacting an independent game developer and going. Um, can I have a free book for a raffle? Cause you know, so, (laughs) so it's, it's sometimes tough, but, but I will say this, the independent game developers are absolutely the best people to deal with. I, 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 I can never about their product and the fact that it's a convention that's focusing on, if you want to call it their genre of gaming, yeah. um, you know, the independent small time, you know, they're they're more than willing to help you help them type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold on here, Ron. Ron said, and then there's Gen Con pricing. Okay, I've never been to Gen Con. What's Gen Con pricing? One of these days, I'm I'm bringing you. I'll buy you a ticket just so you can experience. Well, this. I don't know. From what Ron's saying, you're gonna have to take out a second mortgage on your home to buy two tickets. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. But oh, you'll man. never not have something to do there. Let's put it that way. Well, you know that's uh, that's fair. That's fair. It is. It's a it's a lot of effort, but it's a lot of fun. Gen Con makes Adepticon feel oh, yeah. cheap. Oh wow! You know, really? Adepticon has been going up the last well, the last year, couple of years that they've actually had it, not counting the last two. Right. Um, I, I think, think it was when more. I when I went, I I want to say it was sixty. It might have been. I I it, actually it may have been lower because I think it was fifty this year just to get in the door. Okay. Yeah. And I wasn't I mean, in they're doing different things this year though, too. Right. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. It, it was like $300 <laughs> in gas to get there. So 
Thank you, Craig. <laughs> there you go. There you we'll go. Just, we'll hide you in a suitcase, Spaz. <laughs> you can just you can just buy tickets for everybody. So there you go. Perfect. All right. Oh, Ron so, said it's now $125 for the weekend for Gen Con. Wow. Is that regular badge, Ron, or is that like the VIP? And I mean, I usually just get the regular badge. Um, I can't remember what it is. For I don't need a weekend. badge to tell me I'm a VIP, right? That's why. Because you don't need a badge to tell you you're a VIP. You're a VIP. There you go. You just write it in, in Sharpie on your badge. He said that's weekend regular. Whew, man, that's a lot. So Alder's just buying a ticket and an airplane ticket. <laughs> so, yeah, Alder's going to need two tickets. Okay. For all and the stuff he, he's got to bring back? <laughs> well, no, I mean, he's going to need an airplane ticket to get here. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's the, it's so, a long swim. That is a long swim, especially with minis. <laughs> they're going to kind of weigh you down a little bit. And I'm not really sure being that Alder's in Australia, he's probably not going to make it very far out of the water. Something's going to eat him. Yeah. So. So you better buy him a plane ticket. So what are some of the things, Mac, that people can see uh, at Coastal Con? What are some of the games that, uh, and I know you've posted this on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what well, are some we of got, the specifics, I guess? Well, obviously, I'm sure everyone can guess, Twisted will be there. Right. Obviously. Uh, but but we have some other folks that are going to step up and run some demo games for us. Now, um, I, I'm sure everybody that's watching has been to a convention. If you haven't, usually the um, larger ones, you'll have set times for demos. You may have two hours of demos. With the smaller ones like we've typically run, they, the demos kind of run the whole convention. And what they essentially turn into is pickup games. Yeah. You know, and so you start out running Friday, you start out running demos. And then you have some of the same people coming back. There's Raul. That's my normal gaming buddy right there. Let me get out of the way. Um, now you're in Raul's way. There you go. Okay. He's the one in the yellow shirt that says Coastal Con. Um, but so typically what happens is we'll run the demos and it ends up turning into folks just coming by and playing pickup games, which I love. They just, I don't know why you increased me. There you go. Um, and just playing, just playing pickup games. Uh, so, Greg, the first year of attendance, we got 120, 128 or 126. I, I don't remember exactly. And you can come back in the picture, Eric. It's okay. Um, and this is a picture. <laughs> it's Kilroy. Um, this is actually a picture of the first year where we had our biggest footprint. So we had about 128 people the first year. And then last year when we downsized and... Um, we did it at my church, which is pretty small. Um, we, Raul gave birth to Eric. I'm sorry, Raul and Eric. So we, we did it in my church and the, the footprint wasn't the best and it was in the middle of COVID. And we still had, I think the final number was 75 people. That's pretty good um, for yeah. uh, pandemic time. Cause pandemic yeah. really hurt these, uh, especially the smaller conventions I, i'm gonna hold on i'm gonna look because i have something right here where i can tell uh yeah so yeah i think it was 75 people and i wasn't real um hard on the cost getting in the door that night for that one because we just were glad people were showing up yeah 
Yeah. Um, but but we had some but we had some good games, uh, some good stuff happen. So like I said, we have Twisted. Um, we're gonna be running Silver Bayonet, Gunfighters Ball, Don't Look Back, Rain in Hell, Core Spray, Core Space, Star Breach, uh, Mercs, which Alan's gonna be bringing, which should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to checking that one out. I had to make sure he was bringing some um, merchandise for Mercs so that I can pick my faction. That's his, <laughs> that's his new hotness because he was trying to sell yep. me on it too. Yep, that yep, yep. Well, that's the uh, Miniature Building Authority, which if you guys haven't checked their stuff out, they have really, really nice resin terrain. Um, it's super, super nice. And they have a real large assortment of it. And they're doing some stuff with Mercs. I, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they're partnering with them or something along those lines and are helping to push them. So that's right, Greg, merchandise. <laughs> so I got to pick my faction for them. But those are some of the games that we'll have going on. And because of just the way it all happened, I made some other connections with some other folks. For instance, I didn't even know that we had a Lego convention mm. 40 minutes from me that'll be happening next month. So the guy and, and I connected and it's he's gonna bring yeah he's gonna he's gonna bring yep. uh, one of those ridiculously amazing didn't build it with the little Lego flip book just built it by himself things it's just super cool so he's gonna bring that and then we're gonna try to support him and advertise for him too not that Legos are really indie but he but he is his con is is small so yeah support and each I've never other. I've never been to a, a Lego convention but I have it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I've taken Xander to one. They have one up here. Actually, the same place that they have a Depicon uh, every year around Father's Day weekend. Well, you Great. can go check out his uh, Facebook page. It's Palmetto Bricks. Okay. Um, so you can check that out it, So to support him. So that's some of the other stuff. And as far as vendors, we're going to have Discover Games there. We're going to have Unipolar Games um, we're going to have now they just changed their name to Tabletop Envy. And basically it's a, a local guy here right in town who has begun casting dice. So he's making polyhedral dice sets. So I was like, yeah, man, bring your stuff. And they're doing um, dice bags, things like that. You know, those little knickknack things that you buy at conventions because because we have issues and that's what you you know, we're like, oh, I need another dice bag. But I bought another dice bag, so I'm going to need some more dice to go in that new dice bag. That's right. And then you need a dice tray to match the new dice bag because you're going to go over and play a demo game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one it's of those cool. easy things for people to buy at con, yeah. right? Yeah. It, yeah. It's dice. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we have one other young lady who I actually have to touch base with again who has some craftsy kind of artsy craftsy kind of stuff uh, you know like dice bags and things like that but different than your um, regular fancy dice bags that have all the artwork that we would like um, versus like crocheted and you know what I mean stuff like yeah. that so yeah. now I'm not sure if she's going to show up or not but hey we'll see but I'm also super excited because Curtis who's the guy that runs crypts caverns and catacombs i hope i'm saying that in the right order i think you are because i remember the, it. the three c's um but he is bringing his game and he's also bringing another game he's doing which is called shoot and skedaddle which is essentially a, a 
from what I understand, he hasn't brought it before, so I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I believe it's essentially the same game, except it's just done in a Western theme. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I do so, remember him posting something. He was going to run one, one yeah. day and the other, the other yeah. day. Yeah. So that should be really fun. And his game is just, I mean, it's amazing. If you go back into the coastal con group and kind of scroll down, you'll see, um, yes, I did get, nope. It's caverns, crypts, and catacombs. Is that what I said? Or did yeah, I say I caverns, catacombs? I don't know. Anyway, it's caverns, crypts, and catacombs co-op dungeon crawl on Friday. And then he's doing the shoot and skedaddle, which is actually old West skirmish. So it's a little different. He's doing that one on Saturday. So okay. those are really, I mean, I love twisted and I love all the other games that are coming, but that that's the game that, I think is just it, it, it to me it epitomizes people just flock to it because it's got visual appeal and it's a ton of fun and it's a big co-op game um, in the vein of Zombicide you know where you're all you're dying but you're all r rolling towards the same objective kind of thing so it's I think it's a lot of fun I never get to play it <laughs> but everybody tells me it's really really fun so uh, and Curtis gave me a little bit of a hard time. He's like, yeah, maybe you should sit down and play it. I kind of hung my head in shame. I said, the key word there was sit down. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm that, trying to remember. Did you play any games in the first year? I thought you tried one or two. The first year I was able to do the, um, the free blades crash course and That's the crash right. course isn't really, it's not even a demo game. They do a little crash course thing which is 15 minutes. Okay. And then and then you can go and play a demo game. So I did the crash course and then I had to leave. So okay. That's what I got to do. So Okay. And then uh you guys are uh there's also we mentioned already once but there's a raffle, right? Are you, is AJ going to buy enough tickets to be Ric Flair? He may buy enough tickets to be Ric Flair, but I actually have a stack of stuff here and a lot of this that I have right here was donated last year from Jim, the tabletop engineer. Uh, but he donated so much stuff, and I had so many donations last year, I saved some of this stuff for this year. So just to give you an idea of some of the stuff, I have the right here. We've got the entire, oh, yeah. all, three. all three Dracula's America's books. Those will go out in a bundle right there. And the hotness right now, five parsecs from home. Yeah, so we got one of those going in there. Got a couple of uh, bolt action books, Korea and D-Day oh, campaign cool. going in. Then we have a few Osprey skirmish games, Rebels and Patriots, Kobolds and Cobblestones, Men of Bronze, and Outreamer of, Fate and Blood. gaming stuff. That's cool. Yep. And then Burrows oh, yeah. and Badgers. Burrows and Badgers. Go check out their miniatures, if nothing else. And... Urban of Manhunt. Got to always represent Urban Manhunt at Coastal Con. They were there at the beginning. And copy of Zone Raiders. Okay. Hardcover. So, but I also have Proxon stuff. I've got hot wire cutters. I've got saws. I've got dremels. I've got all kinds of uh, Proxon tools that will also be going in there. And then I have a local friend here who will donate some board games. And I have a few board games that will be going in as well. So that's usually where we make most of our money. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's fun, and pretty much there's enough 
you you basically will draw till that stuff's gone, right? So yeah, uh, there's a good chance everybody will come away with something. Um, yeah, and we may do it a little bit different this year. I may do it. Um, <laughs> Alder wants a raffle ticket. I, I might have to charge you extra, Alder, just for shipping to get whatever yeah, you no win. You would no doubt win the heaviest thing if I sold you a raffle ticket. That's what would happen. You would win the absolute heaviest thing to ship. I know it. Um, but I'm thinking of going in the vein of how they do theirs at Siege of Augusta, and they did it at NashCon, too, where you have a little box in front of the stuff. So that you can put your raffle tickets in where you on the stuff oh, that you're interested yeah, in I've winning. That. That's as a good opposed, idea. Yeah, as opposed to being a board gamer and you get a copy of Zone Raiders and you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can put that between my board games and it can sit there and do nothing. So yeah, I think that's a good idea to do something like that. So um, you know, you really have a chance to, you know, uh get what you want type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that way you're actually ra going into the raffle on something that, that interests you, that piques your interest. So Yeah, then you could just load that one thing up, right? You can put all of your – all if, if AJ's there and you see the thing that he Double wants, just don't bother because he's going to put 900 tickets in the one thing. <laughs> I promise you. So so don't do that. Don't, don't bet against AJ. You're going to lose. So do you – uh, to close this out, Coastal Con, future-wise, what, what are you thinking for – Coastal Con in the future, and we've talked a lot about this uh, long term. Um, well, I got a couple of different thoughts. I've thought about moving the date. Mm -hmm. uh, the The thing is, is February is pretty good because there's a little bit of a gap in there between conventions. But the reality is, you're always stepping on somebody's toes, and somebody's yeah, there's always so many, them. especially down by you. There's a lot of small cons. Yeah, you're never gonna avoid that. So for the time being, we're gonna keep it there. But next year. Uh, there is a hotel that has a large footprint room that is considerably cheaper than uh, what our first venue was. And <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> that's right, Alder. Actually, he did attend the first one. He did attend. I surprised the first one. everybody. <laughs> everybody. Yep. Except me. Yeah. Uh, except me. There's actually a picture. I think the picture is. Um, on the Coastal Con website. It might not be, but Eric had arrived outside the hotel and I was tricking everybody to get them to face the right direction so that they could see him walk in. And so I have the camera up like this so I can take a picture of all of us and everyone's looking at the camera except for me. I'm looking out of the corner of my eye because I can see Eric coming. Yeah, that was right before we came in too. I videotaped the videos saying I would, Hope you guys all have fun yeah. standing next to AJ's trailer. <laughs> yep. Yep. So hopefully he's going to do that again, but he's not. So he, he sucks because he's not coming this year. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. But, but, um, but that bigger footprint is the plan. And yeah. ultimately I want to have either a 40 K tournament or more likely a crisis protocol tournament. And that's simply because that's how you make your money. I mean, yeah. that, that's how you, you're going to get a lot, a lot of people coming. And I mean, I know the 40K fan base gets a lot of grief, but they buy a lot of models too that, that aren't 40K. The older ones do anyway. The ones that have jobs that spend all their money on, uh, <laughs> on, on their models. 
So, but that gets people in the door. You know what yeah. I mean? They still have to pay to get into the convention, even if they do nothing except participate in the tournament. Yep. They, yep. they still have to pay to get in. So, um, so and that's there's always, there's always space for open gaming too, right? Yeah. You know, people can grab a table somewhere and, you know, yep. set up and, and play their favorite game. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this year we're going to have a little bit of the same struggle that we did last year where, uh, space is an issue. Yeah. But it was better than the build, but then our church building, because our church building has, is kind of weird shaped on the inside. This one's a nice big square. Yeah. So the nice big square will work well, put all the vendors along the outside and boom, there you go. Rock and roll. All right. Well, I think that's it for this weekend. Looking at our time, we're already past our, uh, or more like 32 minutes. Ooh, fastest 32 minutes in gaming there, Todd. (laughs) But that's all we got today. And sir, it's your turn. It's my turn. I got to do all the work for Coastal Con and I got to take us. Yeah, all you're right. All, all you. All right. Week. Here we go. Thanks for joining us, guys. We super appreciate it so much um, that you guys join us for our little talks. And if you are able to, please come out to Coastal Con. We would love to have you. We'd love the support. Um, if you can't, make sure you go on the Facebook page and click all the likes or like all the pages and the pictures and everything that goes up. So if you want to listen to any more of our stuff, you can check us out on Podbean and all of your podcast stations and projectors and things out there. We're all over the place. Just stick it in your ear and walk around and you can listen to me and Eric talk. (laughs) Todd, we should record the closing, but it's way more fun this time because, you know, then we have to remember whose turn it is and keeps us sharp. You can also check out the Facebook group, the Indian Invasion Podcast Facebook page, Coastal Con Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram, Discord. And you can always email us at IndianVasion at gmail.com if you would like to tell us about a game that we don't already know about because we would like that. Uh, Discord is hopping. We're having lots of cool stuff going on over there, lots of pictures. So get over there and join the Discord page. It'll be fun. And if you guys, as a side note, because somebody had this issue earlier this week, if you find a a Discord link that doesn't work, just message us. I'll get you guys uh, a link that works. Yep, 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 yep. And go check out the Coastal Con website where you can find all of those links to the Podbean, um, to our YouTube, all of those other places where you can find stuff. So you can check us out there. You can also check us out on Patreon if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, that's okay, too. You can still go check us out on Patreon. That's yeah. okay, too. There's stuff yeah. over there. Um, stuff you can print you up out. some rain You can print up some Rain in Hell cards so that you can come right. to Coastal Con and play Rain in Hell. There you go. It's a win right there. Also, check us out on Redbubble.com, and you can get all the cool stuff, coffee cups and everything else. And as I understand it, Alder got his coffee cup all the way to Australia and the shipping was like just regular. Like it wasn't crazy. I, I don't think cause he, he looked so, so it looks like you can get it wherever you are in the world. So check that out. Um, and I think that's all we got. That's all we got. That is all we got. So we will not be on next week. Cause I'll be, per- well, I won't be on next week. I don't know what Eric's planning. You know, he's, yeah, sneaking. I might be. We'll he's see. Sneaking. I'm hoping that what he does is a live event and really he's like in my front yard. That's, <laughs> that's like, that's the live event is him coming into the house and be like, oh, like that. So yeah, maybe not. 
but 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 we won't be on next Thursday because I will be preparing everything for Coastal Con because it starts on Friday. So until then, my friends, prepare yourself for the invasion. Thank you.